0: You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 17. Do you need an event degree? Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Welcome, welcome, and happy Tuesday. Last Thursday, we talked to Jordan about the career of crisis management as it pertains to hospitality, and this Thursday, we have a super informative student spotlight that looks into human trafficking and hospitality. We have had some really fascinating topics on the podcast, and so many guests. It just goes to show that events are everything. This concept that events are everything really hit home for me as I started to read books and attend conferences in other disciplines and other countries. Two years ago, I partnered up with a scholar from the United Kingdom to do a comparison of event management education in the United States versus the rest of the world. The results were fascinating. When I was talking with my former master's student one day about my research and the results, She then was inspired to complete her thesis on the concept of Should Event Management Be Housed Under Hospitality Management in Universities? She did an in-depth look at every single university in the United States and where the undergraduate event-related classes, minors, and majors were currently housed. She actually found that most of the event degree programs, about 60-65%, to were located in business schools, which was followed by hospitality and or human sciences schools. However, there was an interesting placement for the last five to 10%. Some were in agricultural programs, some were in architecture, some were in design, one or two were in theater, a couple in fashion, and several were in fine arts and experiential design. How does this happen? Normally, university programs begin organically, there appears to be a need or interest and a class is started. That class becomes popular, so then a concentration is started. And then if there's enough interest, potentially this turns into a minor or a major. For example, fashion programs might start with a fashion show class to produce the actual fashion show event. Then they might realize they need an additional level of information about planning events before the class where you actually plan the fashion show. So then that event planning informational class gets added to the course catalog. Similar stories can also happen in sports management majors or theater or many others. A need or interest is shown and then classes are created. When I first entered into events in the formal academic system, all of the classes across my universities were in hospitality. So I naturally thought, this is maybe where I belonged in the system. Then I started to look into the meeting and business event competency standards that lays out all of the competencies required to be successful in our industry. Over 50% of these competencies are specific to business disciplines. Naturally, I then thought that the business college is where events belonged. Then I realized that events are everything, and we really should be our own degree, no matter what the college name was so that we could pick and choose classes from all the different majors across the university. After all, we need a little bit of all of them to get these competencies. The more you get into academia, the more you realize that this is just not feasible because of high overhead costs and not enough widespread interest. Although I have my personal beliefs about where event programs should be housed, from a student perspective, I stay loud and proud that your specific major actually does not matter as long as you have taken the event classes and other related classes that you need. You're learning the things that you need to learn and that are interesting to you, and you support this passion with real world experience and internships. I work in a university. I hope I still work in a university after this podcast. But if you look at the research, the reality is only 27%. college graduates end up working in a field related to their major. Events are everything. You cannot go wrong. You are 100% related to your major because 100% of majors involves events. You can look up widely successful event producers that have degrees across a huge variety of fields to include hospitality, marketing, communications, sports management, education, Interior design, fashion, agriculture, experience design, theater, and so many more majors you wouldn't think relate at all. What matters is your passion, where you choose to get your work experience, and your intrinsic motivation to go after what you want. I can never come onto the podcast and tell you that if you want to go into events, you should get a hospitality degree. What well, I would say is that yes. Hospitality will help you pretty much in any industry because the skills are so transferable. But for events specifically, maybe events aren't even in hospitality in your university. At my university, it is. But others, it's not. And here at UNL, our event classes are amazing. But at others, they might not be. Now, no one should ever speak ill of others. As we should all recognize that everyone is simply trying their best. I truly believe this as well. But the reality of this situation is not all classes are made the same. We have all been in good classes or workshops or trainings, and we have all been in not-so-good classes or workshops or trainings. With the widespread use of the internet and information at our fingertips, every single individual has the ability to do in-depth research about a program and about the faculty teaching in that program. And while clearly not every single student comment should be taken for truth, anyone researching online can look for common themes. Think of this in terms of Yelp or TripAdvisor. You will always have people that absolutely adore a specific restaurant And you will have people that have had one negative experience or a bad server at that same restaurant and then slam them online. You're really looking for the midline. You're looking for common themes. I think if you were to look at my Rate My Professor or my LinkedIn or other platforms where students write, you will see that my classes are definitely not the easiest and that I have high standards for my students. I do not treat my students as students. I treat them as professionals in training. But I think you will also see a theme that I care about each one of them as individuals, and if they put in the effort, I would move mountains to help in any way that I can. You can find a lot from the internet now if classes are easy or hard, useful or not, engaging or a good time to multitask with other things, and most importantly, if people thought they were worth the time and money. And this does not just pertain to those graduating high school students either. I have talked to so many industry professionals who say they wish they could take my classes. And some do. They pay for just the couple of classes at the university. Or some sit in on the final presentations. A lot of current industry professionals may attend my training or workshop opportunities. Several have attended conferences I have planned or talked at and then sought me out as well. We have several students now in our master's degree program working with me, and we are rocking and rolling together. One is even doing a second master's degree. There's so many opportunities if you're passionate and intrinsically motivated. So, do you need an event degree? It is definitely a professional advantage if you work in events to have some kind of formal events education. Yes, The piece of paper helps, but I'm thinking way beyond that in terms of knowledge and competencies. There are procedures and processes and resources. There's a lot of information about this field that you can discover in a formal class. Many event professionals have fallen into their careers, which means they are making it work and loving their life but they might not have all the tools they need to make their life easier or to help them succeed in their jobs. And even worse, they might not know these tools even exist. In a world of information overload, having someone else weed through all of this overload for you and then give you the relevant and important information you need is priceless. I hope our Extraordinary Events podcast provides you useful information as you continue on your path of lifelong learning. That's all for today, everyone. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week, and thank you all for taking the time to make the time. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.